views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome. Yep. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. And by the way, we have a little change up today in the second hour at 11 o'clock. So you're going to see us start to post that. You know, one of our folks we had scheduled to be on the show is not able to be with us and we wish her well. Uh, in uh, whatever uh, is she came down with. So, but it doesn't matter. We just uh, decided to extend our 1130 topic uh, to the full hour. And so for those of you tuning in, we're making some adjustments midstream, but it doesn't change what we're going to talk about today. Uh, you know, it's interesting that we're, in, we're talking about this today. Karma can be a real pain, I am so glad that we scheduled this for today and scheduled the conversation around this to understand what this even means. Today, Joanne DiMaggio is going to join us here today. The author of Karma Can Be a Real Pain, Past Life Clues to Current Life Maladies. And when we're thinking about this and you think about this, wait a minute, what does she mean? Karma can be a real pain. What does that mean? How does that show up in the world we live in today? You know, what is our what do our past lives do? Do they have any power? Do they direct us? How do we know that we're supposed to be on a direction and we're just not there? Well, you know, Joanne, inspired writer, lecturer, teacher, uh, actively involved in the work of Edgar Casey. Many of you may or may not know who Edgar Casey is, but you're going to find out in a minute. Uh, earned a master's in transpersonal studies and beyond all of that, personally been touched by the conversation. So what do I even mean when I say personally been touched? I think we're all personally touched by the conversation. But how is it that many of us have gotten to a place where our friends and family don't know how we got here? Is it because there's something that has happened to us on the way? Can it be about our past lives? Can it be about our soul's journey? Well, today you're going to hear from her. We're going to talk about this book, Karma Can Be a Real Pain, Past Life Clues to Current Life Maladies, you know, and, and hopefully we'll be able to make some sense, at least in today's show, about why some things are showing up the way they're showing up in our lives. You know, what can that be about from many, many levels? Joanne, it's great to have you here. Welcome to uh, today's show. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. 
You know, let's start with the conversation, if we could, about karma, because some people think they know what it means. Other people may have not heard the term before. Um, we've also heard, you know, it used in, in various slogans over time. Um, but at some point, it gives people a connotation that no matter how you cut it, when you hear the word karma, you're doomed. <laughs> I want to hear you talk about that for a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, karma does have a negative connotation, and, and, and really, it could be something very positive as well. Your mm-hmm. talents and abilities and skills that you came in with were all are all karmic-related, too, just as any sort of issues that you may have with relationships or with your health, as, as was the case with the research project I did with my book. So karma is basically the law of cause and effect. Um, there's a Casey reading in which he says, whatsoever a soul soweth, that shall it also reap. So that, that, um, that phrase, that, that uh, understanding uh, is something that we've all heard, the whole eye for an eye kind of, uh, mm-hmm. of a theory. Um, but in, in the case of this particular book, what I was focusing in on was physical karma, and yeah. that's, the man, that's the manifestation of that karmic law that's taking place at a visible or physical level within the human body. So um, it, it really explains a lot in terms of why things are the way that they are. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. I mean, I've been, uh, you know, I, I, when I when I started to do the show 14 years ago, you know, somewhere along the line is that uh, I said yes to something that I didn't understand. And six months later, I came down with a seriously ill disease that nobody could figure out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes things show up in the body. Sometimes the body shows up in places we don't expect it to talk. Can you talk about that from, you know, this particular book and what you're saying and what your research uh, really addresses in here, you know, chronic conditions, you know, joint pain, you know, the whole range of things. And by the way, we're seeing so much of it now, the statistics. Yeah. Right. Right. What, what, what's, what's happening. Uh, well, that's one of the reasons that I designed this research project because I noticed within my own regression practice that I was getting more and more clients coming in complaining of physical conditions and wanting to know what was the origin of them. They felt that they had mm-hmm. exhausted the traditional route uh, of uh, you know traditional medicine, even alternative medicine, and they thought there's got to be something more to this. And mm-hmm. um, but simultaneously with that, you know, I. I um, heard a, uh, a lecture by Dr. Norm Sheely, uh, who was doing a medical intuition conference at the ARE, which is Edgar Casey's um, organization in Virginia Beach. And he made the astonishing statement that in his experience, all significant illness or accidents in this life are the result of unfinished business from a previous life. And I thought, that's a medical doctor saying that. Wow. So that really, that really surprised me. So those factors, plus my own experience with it many years earlier, and some of the uh, experiences of people undergoing regressions with me who had a spontaneous healing as a result of that session, led me to um, put a call out to volunteers uh, to see if uh, people with different chronic conditions would be willing to come in for um, a research project in which we would uh, ascertain whether they're uh, chronic condition in this life is, in fact, um, rooted in a prior lifetime. 
I'm fascinated about this. And, you know, more importantly, I'd love for you to talk more about the research project because we, you know, we rarely hear people say, wait a minute, I brought people in and we did a research project. I'm so glad you did, you know, because in the world we live in, it's like, show me, show me, show me. Um, I would imagine that people would be excited to come in and say, yeah, you know, I want to be part of this because I don't know what the heck's going on here. Right. I, I had uh, I put out a call to um, I belong to Unity of Charlottesville uh, Church and mm-hmm. uh, also through ARE, my connections there to ask for people, for volunteers. Um, it was a year long uh, uh, research project. I had mm-hmm. I did over 50 regressions and uh, have 23 of those in the book. 18 of those 23 were women, five were men. They ranged in age from 34 to 74, and they represented many uh, really outstanding professions. I had university professor, nurses, aerospace project managers, defense contractor, flight attendant, Navy veterans, and more. These are people that uh, would you would look at them and you say, well, they're not the kind that would uh, go off to be imagining things. You know what I mean? They're very credible. Yeah well-respected in their fields, and they came in um, because they had they were dealing with arthritis, diabetes, heart conditions, uh, liver and kidney problems. I had some with weight and digestive issues. That was a big one. I had mm-hmm. health-related, um, head-related concerns, people with concussions or hearing impaired or speech impaired, um, foot, leg, and back pain. There was even some people with sexual issues that came in. I had drug and alcohol abuse and mental and emotional disorders. So really, the range was was considerable. And I wanted to con- do this as a as a research project because I like to think of myself as a, a spiritual scientist in a way. I didn't want the book to reflect my opinion. I wanted these people to be able to tell their own stories and tell their own stories. They sure did. <laughs> so it was. Um, it was really fascinating. They and and the past lives they went to was all the way back to 800 BC, all wow. the way up to 20th century AD, and they were all over the world: Africa, Europe, the Mediterranean, Central America, Middle East, and and in the United States. So um, I, I had the pleasure of having the front seat uh, to watch their journey um, as they discovered uh, the lifetime that was the origin of the condition that they were dealing with right now. Well, I, you know, I, I think right now what's happening is, you know, certainly there are so many ways that we can look at what's going on in the physical body and life. There are very few that look at it the way that you've looked at it. Um, and I'm curious to to hear some of these stories as we go through. For those of you just tuning in, Joanne Maggio is joining me here today. The book is Karma Can Be a Real Pain, Past Life Clues to Current Life Maladies. And, you know, once you all read the story, you know, you read, you know, some of the things that have happened here. You read some of the ideas, the way this, you know, folks have had things revealed to them. And we're going to talk about this. And also the way that Joanne works with people, it is more than insightful. Let's take a short break, everyone. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to share some of these stories. Uh, does karma, does karma reveal what it needs to reveal, be revealed in the time it needs to be revealed. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got Talk Radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. You, yes, you, can be the highest version of yourself. Wellness coach and natural beauty expert Dr. Agnes Renkel is on a mission to help you play the game of your life. Win in vibrancy, health, and beauty because you deserve it. Dr. Agnes goes beyond the limits in her personal coaching sessions to revolutionize health and wellness. Now is the time to unleash your true power. For more information, visit dragnesfrankel.com. There are so many resources out there for meditation. But did you know that Atana's Heart Earth Healing Meditation is available for you for free? Yes, that's right. You can receive this free healing meditation today from Atana Badili. All you need to do is visit his website, atanamethod.com. That's A-T-A-A-N-A method.com and sign up. You will receive your free meditation instantly. That's atanamethod.com. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Benny, only you, only right? you could do. I'm, only you, Benny, could pull that. I think it was pretty appropriate. You know, right? oh, <laughs> oh my God, I would love to do Boy George's uh, past life regression. Oh boy, that's a good one. Um, to Joanne DiMaggio is joining me here today. Joanne, before we just hop back in and talk about the book and talk about stories and and really talk about karma, for many people, they don't know exactly the full depth and breadth of this, but also, um, you know, they may not understand what past life is or past life regression. And 
I think the best way for us to talk about that is for you to share a story. But before we do, how can people get a copy of the book and how can they find out more about you? Well, they can go to Amazon for the book and they can Mm -hmm. look at my website, which is joannedimaggio.com, J-O-A-N-N-E-D-I-M-A-G-G-I-O.com. You you notice I say DiMaggio, right? Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) That'd That'd be because I'm from New York. Uh, Yeah, I, 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 you're not going to ask me the question everyone asks if I'm related. (laughs) You know, I, I I was going to, I was going to probably save that for, you know, the next segment, but I want to know, are you related? No, but you know, I I would do sometimes I would tease people and say yes. And then say, you should have seen my aunt Marilyn. (laughs) Oh my, (laughs) oh my God. Talk about karma. We're dating ourselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, you were dating ourselves. For those of you that yeah. don't know, you're probably the same group of people that's going to listen to the next hour that I'm doing and probably wonder why I'm talking about a, pre, a, a potential president elect, potential president elect that won't have equal rights. Well, stay tuned for that next hour. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, karma, you were saying during the break, karma goes beyond you and me. You were saying, that countries can have karma. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because I'm so fascinated by this. And and, and there may be some of our listeners that have heard about past lives, but don't get the whole sense. Mm -hmm. Um, The the bigger picture of looking at a country with karma, uh, if you take the United States, for example, um, we we have did some things in the in the early uh, stages of our country that we're mm-hmm. not too proud of. Uh, obviously, the way we treated Native Americans, um, and we, we just have a lot of negative uh, things that we did that are going to have to come into balance at some point. Um, but we had some positive things too. I mean, after World War II, we could, we rebuilt the areas that we had destroyed. We've done a lot of good in the world, and that's sort of balancing things out. So. Uh, so it's that sort of um, uh, karma on a larger scale uh, that can be applied to countries as well as to individuals. Mm. So when we talk about this idea of your research and stepping back into past life, a uh, past life for a clue. Mm-hmm. Tell our listeners a little bit about what that involves and why that was so important to do to discover what you discover? Well, um, the research project, uh, when we actually got into the regression, and a regression is simply uh, um, guided imagery. So it's me uh, guiding the individual into an altered state of consciousness in which their conscious mind goes to sleep and their subconscious mind or their soul kind of comes forward. All of our past lives are stored in our soul. The information is there for everyone to to get. It's our birthright to be able to uh, to go to the Akashic Records, for instance, which is like the universe's supercomputer, and find out, uh, pull our book of records, our book of life, and find out uh, what our soul's journey has been over these many centuries. Um, when we when I did the session with people, I would first do a body scan. So as I'm relaxing individual parts of their body, starting with their toes and working all the way up to their head, as I'm relaxing that part of their body to prepare them for the actual regression, I'm asking them to scan that part of their body and tell me if they have any discomfort, any sensitivity, or any birthmarks in that area. 
Now, the birthmark question came out of the work of the late Dr. Ian Stevenson from the University of Virginia, um, and he had done um, a research project in which he found that birthmarks often were the remnants Hmm. of a past life wound. And then what I ended up finding out was, um, like, you know, some people had um, birthmark on their shoulder and found out that that's where they had been shot, or on their abdomen, that's where they had a spear or a stabbing or something like that. So those were all early clues as to um, what was going on in the body. Uh, Then we did the actual regression, which I asked their soul to take them to the life that was most impacting them now. So go to the origin of what this where this physical condition came from. Why are they dealing with arthritis now? What happened that they would be dealing with it or, or sciatica or any of the many um, conditions that was reported. When the regression was completed, uh, and there are multi-levels of the regression, when we got to the end, we did something that I call soul writing. Soul writing is a written form of meditation. So basically it's writing in an altered state of consciousness. It's not uh, automatic writing um, because there's a lot of danger involved in that. This is mm-hmm. um, your soul uh, providing the backstory, so to speak, um, so that... Um, I would bring them almost all the way back to full consciousness, put a pen in their hand, paper, a pad of paper on their lap, and said, ask your soul now if there's any additional information it can give you in writing to help you understand the life that you just saw. And many times that's where the aha moments would come, um, and uh, rather than in the regression. And uh, so when that was over, um, they came back to full consciousness, and about six to eight weeks later I followed up with a, questionnaire that was designed specifically for their, uh, their session and uh, asked, you know, how, the, how are they doing? Are, you know, is your condition healed? Is it better? Is it the same? Is it worse? Because I wanted to get those statistics, yeah. statistics, you know, and I wanted to let it marinate for a while uh, because oftentimes once you open the door, this inform- some information would come in the, in the way of bleed through in the weeks and months to come. So I wanted to give them a little bit of time to absorb all of that. And, uh, and so that was the, the gist of the, uh, of the project. You know, I mean, there are so many stories you've included in the book. Um, mm-hmm. For some people, I, I would imagine that they they would be able to relate to it. For example, they'd be able to say, yeah, 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 pain in the body. That makes total sense. You mm-hmm. know, that cellular memory. But mm-hmm. let's talk about weight and digestive issues. Let's talk about obesity period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, um, you know, my sister, and I've shared this before, um, struggled in life. And she literally died on a hospital floor at about 400, hospital floor at about 450 pounds. And nobody should go through that. It doesn't matter what you weigh or, 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 you know, so I, I mean, you can only imagine what goes through my mind every time somebody uses the word fat, you could see that I go from zero to 120. But I have to think about what you've written in the book. And I'm thinking about my sister, but many people now that are faced with this, and are really struggling, right? Yes, absolutely. And I, did a little research into what some other past life uh, professionals and therapists had said about this issue, and uh, I came across a, a statement that Dr. Edith Fiore made, um, and she said that she found that almost all of her patients with chronic weight excess of 10 pounds or more had a lifetime in which they either starved to death or they suffered food deprivation for long periods of time. 
Um, so that's one uh, cause. Uh, Edgar Casey gave a reading to a woman who was struggling with weight issues, and he told her that the reason she was dealing with that now is because in a prior lifetime, she used to make fun of people who were obese. Oh. And so it was her attitude. So, see, it's not necessarily something that you did um, mm -hmm. physically to somebody else or that they did to you. Attitude is just as important. And so he said, now you're going to know. So now to balance that out, you're experiencing what it feels like to be in, a, in an obese body, you know. And so now, um, now you deal with it, basically. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I had several people come in uh, with, um, with weight issues uh, who, um, one in particular, a uh, 63-year-old writer, her name was Louise, and she went back to 1792 in England, and um, she ended up, uh, she came to me with um, uh, eating disorder and uh, found out that she had, uh, she, she made statements like, digestion is where I process life. Um, and uh, other statements like that where the behavior patterns it, were the same. Um, she said being hated hurts when you receive it in your gut. And um, the anger of frustration and hatred grew in me. Um, and she said the emptiness inside her, was she was filling that with food. Uh -huh. So yeah. after her session, um, her eating habits didn't change completely, but they did improve substantially. So I consider that a win. Yeah. I, I mean, there's so much to talk with you about. I mean, it's amazing what can be revealed, what can be revealed. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Joanne about it's all in your head. It's all in your head. Now, what does that have to do with karma and past lives. Stay tuned, everybody. And by the way, for those of you that are out there that have questions, want to give us a shout, want to talk to with Joanne directly, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub for Empowerment Radio and learn breakthrough solutions to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in the first and third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific to Empowerment Radio with host Dr. Friedemann Schaub on Transformation Talk Radio. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com to learn more. Tune in to Dynamics of Diversity Radio, scripting the new narrative for immigration with leading experts, Kripa Upadya and Steve Tanijo on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will remove the noise that often accompanies discussions on this topic and share a new perspective on the dynamics of immigration and diversity, ever reminding us that together we are all at the core of innovation, excellence, and positive change. Visit OrbitLawPLLC.com for upcoming topics. 
Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the RAD Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 would you like to experience life-transforming adventures in personal expansion and world service? If you do, tune in to learn about magical innate abilities that you can develop and use to make your dreams come true. Joy Elaine is author of The Joy Chronicles, and she's inviting you and millions of others to join her in working with galactic masters, angels, and the Ashtar Command as they assist humanity and planet Earth to achieve their ultimate destination of ascension. For more information about this upcoming event and broadcast, visit joyelaine.com. That's joy, E-L-A-I-N-E, dot com. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit glennarice.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat. You're listening to Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio thrive by right here on what? Where? Transformation Talk Radio. Yep. Check us out. TransformationTalkRadio.com. But you could also go to the DrPatShow.com. And uh, we have a lot of exciting things we're going to be sharing with you moving into next year. It's very, very cool. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. Also, I want you to know that you're probably going to get an email from us about the survey. Yep. We're asking you to take the survey. Love to hear what you think. Um, and for those of you out there that are taking the survey and want to contact us directly about other things that you are looking at that you want us to do differently, we encourage you to do it because feedback is what helps us a lot. That's what actually this show is about. You know, karma can be a real pain, past life clues to current life maladies. You know, to be able to get feedback, to be able to get information, about what is happening in your life, why something may be going on. That's what Joanne DiMaggio does. That's really part of this. And the research that she's conducted has come to the forefront in this book. And, you know, we're going to be talking about a number of different things. But I was really struck by uh, a couple of the, well, not a couple, more than a couple of the stories in the book, but especially the idea of, uh, of you know, this idea, it's all in your head. And it's all in your head. And what you talk about here is something may have happened to me or someone else in a past life 
that's really carrying forth in ways that you cannot pinpoint, right? Unless they work with you. And what does this mean, especially when we're looking about trauma and things like that? How did this this show up for you to figure this out? Well, uh, you know, I had several people who came in complaining of head-related issues. So one in particular um, was uh, having uh, had a concussion, uh, and she said that in this life she's constantly uh, in rear-end collisions and... When we had an earthquake in Mineral, Virginia, a couple of years ago, as she was uh, struggling to leave the building, the, the, um, uh, the her fellow employees behind her started pushing her down some stairs. And um, when she went back to her previous lifetime uh, in um, in 5 BC, that's exactly how she died. She was pushed down some stone steps, and she died from a head injury. So we were able to... Um, uh, draw the correlation between the two lifetimes. And I had another woman who was um, hearing impaired in this life. Uh, and um, in the previous lifetime, uh, she, she was male. Um, and by the way, you know, you're not always the same sex. You do change from male, male to female and, and, and vice versa. Um, but she um, refused to listen. Uh, as a young man, uh, she didn't listen. He didn't listen to his, his, father who tried to teach him how to be self-sufficient, and and then the parents died, and he didn't know how to do anything, and he ended up uh, dying of uh, exposure and starvation. And um, so in this lifetime, uh, she's dealing with uh, being hearing impaired. Um, And another one um, who had a a loss of voice in this life went back to a Native American lifetime in which um, she had caused the death of... uh, five braves in her, uh, in the tribe. And, uh, she was chased out of the, um, out of the, uh, village and ended up being captured and tied to a tree and left to die there. And she was screaming and screaming and screaming for help, but nobody was coming. Uh, and so now she was dealing with, um, a speech impairment in which she would lose her voice. So it, it was fairly, it was just fascinating the way we would draw the, the correlation between what happened in the past with what they were dealing with now. And in understanding that and bringing that forward, that's where the healing took place. Mm. Okay, here's my big question. Um, you, I've read these, and every one of them for me is just out of the box. It's just, it just through the roof. Now, I know you do this for a living, and I know that you do this because your soul is calling you forward to do it. But even so, are there any of these that you did that are reflected in this book where you said, what? What <laughs> just, what did I do? What? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that happens quite often. Um, I, I, I had several cases of people who started speaking in another accent, a French accent for one, a Southern dialect for another one. They did not normally talk that way, but they lapsed back into this this accent and were struggling to find words in English to describe to me what was going on. So that was a a big surprise. Um, I also had a a young man, his, his name was Jack, 37 years old. He was a former Navy corpsman with the Marines and an Operation Iraqi Freedom veteran. He came in with kidney issues, um, and 
during the course of the regression, told me that he had been um, uh, General Stonewall Jackson and William Wallace, who we know as Braveheart, in prior lifetimes. Now, that doesn't happen very often where people come in and claiming to be somebody that we would recognize. Most people are your average, you know, Jane Doe and John Smith. Yeah. Um, but Jack was very compelling, and um, he did not go to either one of those lifetimes. He went to a lifetime in 38 A.D. in Judea, um, and um, where he was, um, he suspected some government illegal activities, and he was beaten and crucified. But he has a history of being in the armed, uh, in the army, uh, of some, in some way, shape, or form, and. Um, and the interesting thing about Jack was that he came back for two other sessions, and one of which was um, to uh, look into the Stonewall Jackson lifetime. And he was he was a very compelling uh, uh, subject. He walked into my office in November. Now I'm in Virginia. He walked into my office in November barefoot with a Confederate cap on his head. And I said, Jack, why are you walking around barefoot? And he said, I'm doing that to honor the men of Stonewall Jackson's troop. And I was like, wow, that's really Mm. cool. And I knew nothing about Stonewall Jackson. And then later after he left, I looked him up, and he he was the spitting image of him. It was absolutely astonishing. Yeah, yeah. Does that happen that often? You know, does that? No, it doesn't. Right. Mm -mm. It doesn't happen that often. There are some Uh, people who there are some people who, depending on, you know, where their egos are, will come in and and insist that they were somebody famous and they give the most um, really uh, flimsy of reasons. I had one woman who said she was sure she was Patrick Henry. And when I asked her why, she said, oh, because he's a good talker and so am I. (laughs) So I thought, no, that's not how it works. But you have to think about it. All those people have souls, and and yeah. you know they came back. But but you don't always come back in a greater and greater capacity. It is not a ladder that goes up. Sometimes, as, as Casey used to say, the soul gains or the soul loses. So sometimes they may have had this glorious previous lifetime, but those people had karma too. And so in this lifetime, they're dealing with it, or they may or may not be dealing with it, depending on if their soul chose to, to take it on now. So, um, but no, it doesn't happen very often, and uh, I try to be very objective and non-judgmental when when people um, come in with that because uh, you know that is that is a part of their belief, that is their truth, and I never negate a person's experience because that's that's uniquely theirs, and there's a reason for it. Mm. You know, do people come out the other end? And what do I mean by that? Clearly, I read the book. Clearly, there's some amazing things that happen in here. Um, But you also shared some stories with me as well of people that are suffering from mental challenges in life or addictions in life. You know, um, when when you're working with people, I'm sure that there have been things that have showed up in a session where you're thinking, I've never seen that before. I've never heard that before. I mean, it's uh, and, and do people actually remember when they come out the other end? How how does that work? So if you oh, said to somebody, yeah, if you said, hey, you know what? I can't believe what you were just saying. I mean, I actually couldn't understand you. And they're like, well, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. What happens with that for them? They remember most of it. They obviously don't remember the details of it. Um, and so I, they, they also remember it on a, on a deep emotional level. If, if the 
memory brought up uh, great sorrow or um, great exhilaration or relief or, or whatever came uh, at the end of that life, uh, they, they hold on to that. Um, I provide them with a written transcript. Uh, I don't record these sessions only because I have found that they, uh, for some reason, they end up getting erased. And um, it's almost as the spirit is saying, no, 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 don't record them. You know, So I, I take very detailed notes and I give that to them so that they have that as a reminder. And then, you know, as I said, they have a lot of the bleed through that comes later where they're getting bits and pieces, or they may choose to, to try to research that that past life if, if possible. Most of these you cannot research. I mean, if you're if you're living out in the in the jungle or something, or in the Amazon, and and uh, hundreds of years ago, you're never going to find anything about who you were. Um, but some of them can uh, trace uh, trace it back to um, to an you know an actual uh, person time. They can research the time frame. I had one woman who remembered being in a monastery in the 16th century in Tuscany, and she looked, and sure enough, the monastery is still there, that she recognized it. So, um, But that's almost as secondary to what this work is about. The work is really about healing, uh, and so we, we tend to focus more on that than on um, any of those other details. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, you know, let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk with, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, part of the body. Is there anything that's really exempt from this? You know, do you ever think maybe why do some people have diabetes and some people don't? Do you ever think about maybe why do some people really struggle with different things going on in their lives? When we come back, some really interesting stories to share. And what happens when we go through a past life? And we think that we're a complete failure in it. Is that something that has to come back? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. The Earth is an ever-changing being. 
Goddess-like shamanic healer Bree Gibbs guides us through the ascending worlds and brings forth knowledge and truth. As a light creator, she is here to provide new information needed at this time in our evolution. Join Bree as she shares messages from guides, spirits, ascended masters, goddesses, and others. Tune in Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific and Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific for the Silver Gaia Show and live the authentic life. In retirement, will you outlive your money? It's a common question for people approaching retirement, but it doesn't need to weigh on you. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor, today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., member of FINRA and SIPC. Beyond being this amazing neurologist, inventor, author, Dr. Dan Cohen has been called to look at technology and look at personal and spiritual development and merge these together. This technology uses the healing and psycho-spiritual effects of synchronized sounds, vibrations, electromagnetic fields, and how that interacts with us in our nervous system in what we're calling the Soltech Chair. The Soltech Lounge induces profound levels of relaxation that transition over time into deep meditative states. The synchronized sound, vibration, and magnetic field induce these states. The subject doesn't have to work at it. To learn more, go to soltechwellbeing.com. That's S-O-L-T-E-C, well-being. everybody welcome back it's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on you know um, Joanne before we jump ahead again please mention how folks can find out more about the book where they can get it from but also how they can find out more about you they are um, welcome to visit my website which is joannedimaggio.com it's j-o-a-n-n-e d-i-m-a-g-g-i-o dot com and the book is available on Amazon Awesome. And how about you? You know, how, how do people contact you? Uh, let them know, you know, if they want to work with you, they would have to come to you. So uh, that's right. important for folks to know. Right. Well, my email address is on the website. I, I mm-hmm. welcome emails, even if you people just have questions. I'm, I do answer all of my emails. Um, I don't do these regressions over the phone, and I don't do them by Skype. Right. So uh, unless... Um, uh, someone would like to invite me out to their area to do a, mm-hmm. a program, a speaking engagement, and then I would stay over and do regressions. But, oh. mostly, I'm, but mostly, I am seeing people um, in the uh, central in the Vir- central Virginia area. That's a great idea. Maybe that's something we should be doing. So, for no, those of you out that. there that would like to have Joanne come visit us, uh, send me an email: info inf is in Franco at the Dr. Pat Show dot com. Yeah, let's see what kind of excitement we can create about that. 
that'd be um, great. Yeah. Now, listen, you and I were talking a little bit during the breaks and so forth and so on. We we're talking about some of these extraordinary experiences. And I think the most important thing for me to keep in mind, and maybe you can touch upon it, is that there is a reason for folks to experience this. And the reason is if we cut it to the simplest point, people at least these people that you've interviewed here and that you've done the research on are in pain. They're in pain and they're looking for relief, right? They're looking for relief on many levels, not just physical, but also on the uh, emotional and spiritual levels as well. And healing is what this is all about. Uh, So I, I, I take it very seriously. It is sacred work. As far as I'm concerned, I don't do it for entertainment purposes. Um, and the healing takes place with, uh, we do some forgiveness work at the end of the regression. Uh, and, you know, and, and I have them review what happened and, um, you know, to, to surrender, let it go. And often in just understanding it, just seeing it, uh, they're able to integrate it almost immediately. And, uh, and in doing that, they are able to move beyond it. So some of the people in the, in the study who, said that their condition went unchanged uh, when I checked in with them like eight weeks later. Even those people said, you know, yeah, I still feel the same physically. Nothing really happened, but my perspective on it changed. And I, and I look at it now with different eyes. I mean, there was an article in um, Venture Inward magazine that ARE puts out by Garrett Oppenheim, and he wrote a karmic case of polio. And he said he came to look on his handicap as a gift because it enabled him to understand the afflictions of others and to enlarge his horizons and to become, he hoped, a better person. And I think that that, that happened to quite a few people in my study. You know, as you go through this, and I know you do these and you see so many things, um, at some point, I can only imagine what it's like for you to be this witness, right? right? Because you have to be that objective witness, right? right. To allow whatever's going to come forth, come forth. Um, have people been surprised what gets revealed to them? You know, are they in awe? Or once you go through the experience, is it that you're now changed? And it's not so much of an awe moment. It's like, I want to know more. They are always surprised. The majority of them, uh, even if they came in with a uh, predisposed to thinking what was going to happen, um, they may have read books about reincarnation or past life work. Uh, they may have listened to a lecture or known about the work that Brian Weiss is doing. They, um, when when they come in, uh, and I ask their soul to take them to the life that's most impacting them. Nine times out of ten, it's a lifetime that they knew absolutely nothing about. This was a total, complete surprise to them. But it was also very um, profound in that they understood on a deep, deep level why this happened. And because they're, they're processing it uh, with all of their senses. It's not just what they're visualizing when they're in the regression. They're also getting this on, on a other sensory levels and integrating it. It's happening very quickly as they're going through this. And most of the time when they come out of it, even if they go into it saying, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to make the whole thing up, 
When mm. I come out of it, I say, well, do you think you made that up? And they say, absolutely <laughs> not. There is no way I could have made up that story. <laughs> so that creates the credibility factor for them because it was their experience. It wasn't something I, I suggested to them. I, I stay out of it, and, and I am the objective observer. I can see what they're seeing, though. I go along with them on this journey um, so that I can maintain a, a, a higher viewpoint of what's happening. And then I do the soul writing along with them, and I'm asking for guidance to, to help them with the backstory. Um, and like I said, that's where a lot of the aha moments come um, when, you know, when, when, they're, when they're doing the writing and they're finding out uh, oh, and and they just oh. you could you could see the light go off in their in their head, and it's a, a wonderful thing to experience. You know, it's fascinating. I've had moments in time in my life, like when I moved to Seattle. There was something about moving to the Pacific Northwest in Seattle that affected me. And it, mm-hmm. and you know, I didn't sit I didn't sit down to it and say, oh, I moved to Seattle. It's affected me. I that mm-hmm. is not what happened. Mm-hmm. But I moved to Seattle and I started to sketch. I started to draw. Right. And I've never done that before. I've mm-hmm. never sketched and, dra- and drawn. Mm-hmm. And if you saw what came out of me, sketching and drawing, mm-hmm. abstract, you know, iconic uh, 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 kinds of things that when you look at them, you think, what the heck is going on with her? Right. And then I just stopped. I mm-hmm. sketched them. I have them in a sketchbook and I stopped. Mm-hmm. And when people saw what I was sketching and then I stopped, they said, why did you stop? And my answer was, I don't really know, (laughs) but I didn't know why I started either. Right, right, Mm -hmm. right. Well, you know, uh, people who don't believe in reincarnation or who are afraid of the regression process or going under hypnosis, Mm-hmm. They there's a, they can use the resonance method of past life recall, and what that basically is is look at your life right now, look at mm-hmm. the things that you're drawn to, the places that you go to over and over again. Uh, you and I were talking at the break, and I said, you know, yeah. I I grew up in Chicago, but that never felt like home. Um, mm. Those kinds of things, the food that you like, the the architecture you like, the culture, the, the music, everything is a clue, and. In and of themselves, they mean nothing one by one. But when you put them together, they create this beautiful mosaic that says a lot about you that perhaps you didn't even know yourself. Oh, it's awesome. I want to thank you so very much for joining me today. Uh, One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? That karma can be a real pain, but lucky for us, there is a cure. Awesome. And again, let's have your website. JoanneDiMaggio.com. All right. And for those of you out there, I'm Dr. Pat. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to share something really interesting, really interesting, something that we discovered here that may be one of the most interesting, best or worst kept secrets of our generation. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.